Praise you, Lord. Seek him, and you'll find him. He says, knock, and he'll answer the door. Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Worship team, you can go ahead and... My aunt, am I, can you hear me? No? Can you hear me? Am I on? I can't hear me. Okay. Um, Y'all can have a seat. You can, you can stay like you did, Jr. Fourteen. I'm going to go to Psalm seventy-seven this morning. We're going to be at seventy-seven ten through fifteen. Psalm 77.10 says, And I said, This is my anguish. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work. And talk of your deeds. Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary who is so great a god as our god you are the god who does wonders you have declared your strength among the peoples you have with your arm redeemed your people the sons of jacob and joseph father god i thank you today I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for this opportunity to bring the word this morning. I thank you for, Lord God, speaking to my heart, to my spirit, to deliver a message from you. I thank you, Lord. I pray, Father God, that you would anoint me, God, to say what you want me to say. 
to speak what you want me to speak, to keep back what you want me to keep back, the ears of the hearers to hear what you are telling them, Lord, their hearts to receive your word on good ground today, where it is planted, where it is rooted, and where it grows. Father God, I prayed last night and I'm going to pray this morning for the harvest. I'm praying for a harvest of souls today. That if there's one here that does not know you, that Father God, that they would hear you calling to them, Lord. That there's one here that is sick, one here that is bound, Father God, that they would hear who you are and know that you are the healer and you are the deliverer. Father God, I pray this morning that your will be done and not ours. And I'll forever give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. As Kat told you earlier, we had the opportunity this week to go to a retreat just for pastor's wives. And the, the title, well, the grouping under, it is under is called Sanctuary. An evangelist's wife that we know has created a, an avenue for pastor's wives to be able to come into a place where they can be refreshed and loved on and given the word it's called sanctuary so as i started studying for the word this morning and i i stood on your way oh god is in the sanctuary who is a god as our god sanctuary somewhere i someplace i just left so I started to ask, and I, I looked it up, what is sanctuary? Sanctuary is a place of refuge and protection. Sanctuary is a place of worship. Sanctuary is a place of surrender. And sanctuary is a place to remember all the great things that God has done. Sanctuary. A place of protection a refuge. And Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength. He is present in our time of need. Do you need to get into the sanctuary this morning? Are you in a place where you need protection, that you need refuge in your time of need? You need a place to where you feel protected and nothing can come against you. That's God. That's his son, Jesus. They're our sanctuary. It's our place of worship and a place of surrender, a place to remember everything that he's ever done, yesterday, today, and forever. Because God doesn't change. Sanctuary. 
God used Moses to deliver his people out of the grips of bondage that they had been in for hundreds of years. God used Moses to, to show of his great and marvelous works. Every plague that he ever brought, every obstacle they ever endured, God walked them through every bit of it. And Moses got to the point where he said, I just want to see your glory. I want to see your face. And God tells him that no one has seen my glory. Nobody has seen my face and lived. But because you are asking, because you are desiring, as I hover over, as my glory comes down, I'm going to hide you in the cleft of my rock to shield you so you do not die. He was, in all his glory, his protection. He was his sanctuary. He was a place he could go to and feel safe and protected. Sanctuary is worship. We, we, we sang about it this morning. I wanted you to, to think about the words that you have come to worship. Before I started classes to, to be licensed with the Assemblies of God, I always thought that church was for the sinner. For them to find their refuge and their protection. To f for them to come from the elements of the world. And I come to find that the church is not for the sinner. And I was appalled. Then who's it for? It's for his saints to come into his sanctuary. To come and to learn more about who he is, what he's done, and what he can and will continue to do. Yes, it's for the sinner to come in, but it's to find their sanctuary. It is to find Jesus. For them to accept him as Lord and Savior of their life. For them to find their sanctuary, their place of refuge, and their strength. Now, we don't have to think of our sanctuary to be the church building. Yes, we are to come here. And yes, this is sanctuary. And yes, this should be honored and reverent. But guess what? God is indwelled within us. His spirit lives within us. He's our sanctuary. We can find rest 
We can find protection. We can find refuge in him all day, every day, wherever we're at. He is our sanctuary. He's our strength when we are weak. He told us in his word that when we are weak, he is made strong. We weren't created to handle or to carry the burdens of life. We were created to worship him in spirit and in truth. Worship spirit and in truth. Worship. That means you have to be honest with him where you're at. I always thought you had to look put together and have a smile on your face. And I serve Jesus, so I should show the joy of the Lord. And yes, we should do that. And he asks us to do that. Should we look downtrodden and, and depressed and miserable to the world? Who wants that kind of Jesus? Right? But he wants you to be honest with him. Where are you? Are you on the mountaintop where, where you've just overcome by his, by his strong hand like he, like he did with the Israelites coming out of, out of Egyptian bondage? He delivered them, not Moses, not the staff, not the kings, not the priests. God himself delivered. Are you at that place where you just felt that, that, that high of, of overcome? I finally walked through this, this valley of death. I finally overcame this addiction or this complacency in life. I finally have, have been unleashed the burden of heaviness and depression. Are you there today? You can tell him, God, thank you. Or are you in the valley? Are, are, you, are you in the place to where you are shackled by chains? Or you're saddened by circumstance? Or you're wandering in the wilderness, wondering where he's at? Are you there? And you tell him, When we, were, when we were at this retreat, Kat was right. They, the, 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 the words of today is soul care and, and um, what was the other one? Oh, Lord. Sanctuary and... Um, oh, Sabbath. Now, Jr. and I, I think he, he told you a couple weeks ago that we went to a, a, um, some meetings we had to do for his ordination to finish. And that was something they talked about. Your Sabbath and your soul care. And, and so and we were like, wow, where's Jesus in all of this? 
and it's really heartbreaking. Where's Jesus in all of this? They tell you to go to psychologists and, and have weekly meetings and, 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 and you're going to get so burnt out with, with ministry that you just have to, you have to take this Sabbath and, and leave everybody behind and, and just concentrate on you. And, and it's about you and it's about a therapist. And where does Jesus come in? So I'm sitting here, and as they start off, and they're talking about soul care, I'm like, I really came for this again? Because I'm going to tell you, Kat and I went two years ago. It's two years. Not last year. It was the year before. So three years ago, we went. It was a good time. I think when we went the first time, it was, it was a lot of, of, of bonding and just being able to forge friendships and find outlets for, for, to talk to and, and see that we're, you know, we're not all in this by ourselves. And it was a good time. And last year, starting the school, her and I sat there and said, there's no way that we can go. Already paid for it. And we actually had to find somebody to take our place. And that was okay. They got blessed. And they got loved on by Jesus. And they got what they needed. I believe that was ordained. And this time, we're still sitting here at the school going, oh my goodness, I can't leave. There's too much going on. Routines are being established. Do we really want to get out of all of that? We can't go this time again. And we're, I was like, Lord, you're going to have to find me somebody to, to gift it to. I said, well, maybe we're just supposed to gift these things to people because they can't afford to go. And I, I asked somebody if she could, and I, I, I felt this, this nagging in my, in my belly. You ever feel that nagging in your belly that you're not supposed to do something or that you are supposed to do something? I ignored it. And offered it anyway. And it was really odd that throughout the coming days, I'm like, Lord, I, I think I need to ask for that back. But can you really do that? So I'm like, whatever you want me to do, we're going to do. And she calls me two days later and says, we can't, I, I, I can't make it happen. We can't go. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sitting here praying about it. And I'm sitting here praying about it. I'm like, Lord, he's like, you're going to have to go. And I'm like, okay. So I go to JR. I was like, I really don't know what I'm going to do. The school's here. Kids are here. I miss my babies when I'm not here. I want to be a support to my, my teachers. I, I, I love to teach. So, I mean, what am I going to do? And he's like, you need to go. And I was like, JR, what do I need to do? He goes, you need to go. Brandon, what am I going to do? And he's like, what, what did Jesus tell you to do? I said, I think I'm supposed to go. He goes, then you go and we take care of it. And when I get in there and they're talking about soul care and Sabbath again, I'm like, I left my kids and my staff for this again. And oh my word. It wasn't you go to a therapist. It wasn't you find another pill. It wasn't you, you leaving your people behind. It was you need Jesus. Your soul longs for Jesus. Your soul finds rest 
in that sanctuary. Your soul needs prayer and communion with, with God. Your soul needs rest. Your soul is longing for the Lord. Your, you take care of you too. And, and to do that, you have to be honest. Where are you at? And then they, they gave us practical tips. You know what I want you to do? I want you to go pray. I'm giving you 20 minutes. Go pray. And I don't want you to pray about your friend. I don't want to pray, you to pray about your spouse. I don't want you to pray about the need here or the need there. He goes, I want you to pray and have communion with God. You and him, where are you at? And I found my place. And I asked the Lord. And again, be honest. I'm like, Lord, here I am. Feeling like a failure on every turn. I don't measure up. I can't do this. I'm not where I feel like you want me to be. And then as I laid it all down at his feet, his sweet spirit You're enough. And more than that, you're more than enough. You don't have to be perfect at everything. You just have to get along with me. He's the one that does it. As I, as I prayed yesterday and and you know the, the enemy thought he was going to be really sly by taking running away from me right that was my time alone with him he thought he was going to be sly I had, I had a family that um, even got to where I was, I was running even some more and now I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with uh, neck problems same thing that's going on in my back is going on with my neck discs are, are out of place my spine is narrowing. And there for a long time, I'm sitting here, woe is me. And I had a family that, that called me. When, my doctor said, no more running for a while until we can figure out what's going on. I'm like, okay. And I did. I retreated. I pulled back. I'll be honest. That was my time. And it's being taken away. And I have no control over it. And had a family call me up and say, hey, we've got this elliptical. Could you use it somewhere? And I'm like, oh, well. Because, you know, the enemy will even get you busy enough to where you can't even go to the gym like you like to. Because there's ellipticals at the gym too, right? He'll get you so busy that you can't even focus on, on where you need to go and what you need to do. And that was one thing that they were talking about the Sabbath and I'll get back to that in a minute but I get a, I get an elliptical and so I decide I'm gonna get on that thing yesterday I'm, I'm studying I'm praying and I get on I, I decided through some different circumstances yesterday that the enemy came and he wanted he wanted so badly for me to, to just to lift my hands and retreat and say I'm done I can't preach 
I can't deliver a word from God to his people. I can't do anything. I'm not worthy enough. Shia's asking me what I want for dinner. I'll go, go to McDonald's. I'm going to get me a Big Mac. I'm going to eat the whole entire thing, and I'm going to feel good about it. And then later on, five minutes after I do it, I'm going to feel bad about it because the devil's going to, you know, because that's the way he works. And I started messaging JR. Typically, I don't. I don't want him to know those struggles that I go through. But God has me in a season right now that all I want to do is tell him about everything. I want to share with him about everything. My highs, my lows, and my in-betweens. And so I did. And he's like, Heather, it's an attack of the enemy. I don't care. I know it is. I just don't know what to do about it. And you're not here. So what do I do? Shy leaves. She's on her way to McDonald's. It's like, well, I don't have, I don't have enough time to, because I'd gotten to, back in my head, I don't have enough time to get on my elliptical and, and do my 30 minutes because she's going to be about here. And she th- thinks it's really funny. She's like, she goes, Mom, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. What's wrong with me? I, I, I'm, I'm too young to be forgetful. I, I, I give her my, my card, and what does she do? She leaves it sitting on the table 10 seconds after I give it to her. Right? And she comes back. I don't, I don't think she was dumb or she was stupid. I think it was the Lord using her. Because she got halfway there and said, man, I only have my mom's card. I have to go all the way back. Well, Heather, you have time to get on that elliptical. Because she won't be back in time. <laughs> and as I am, the first 10 minutes, I'm like, okay. And then the Lord's just saying, why don't you call out to me? Why don't you talk to me? You used to when you were doing this. He goes, I'm giving you this time. I said, okay. So I started being honest with him. This is what I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling with. And he's like, and I've empowered you. I've empowered you. What does it say in my word? He goes, I've empowered you (laughs) through his spirit to lay your hands on the sick and they'll be healed. To cast out demons and they have to flee. To, you're empowered. Why are you struggling today? Rest in me. Find your sanctuary. Worship me. And surrender. That's what we have to get to, church. We have to surrender it all to Jesus. All of it. We can't hold any of it back from Him. For Him to do what He wants to do in you, through you, His perfect will, we have to surrender it all to Him. Is that easy? No. I'm reminded of a, you know, military, we're in battle, right? We're, we're, we're on the front lines. We're, we're right in the midst of it. We're, we're going after it. Guns blazing. All that we have. And what happens when, when the enemy feels like they're about to be overtaken? What do they do? 
surrender. I give up. I can't fight this battle. I can't go any further. We have to do that with God. You're going through something that's okay. You're on the mountaintop, that's great. He said he fights our battles. He said he goes before us. But if you're holding back, if you think you've got the right ammunition to overcome, if you think that in your power and in the abilities that you have, that you're going to be victorious, no matter what the world tells you, you won't if it's not him fighting the battle for you. Surrender it all. Surrender it all. That means you surrender your plans. That means you surrender your desires. That means you surrender yours. The list that you have, X, Y, Z, is going to be about my life. You surrender that. Yes, we make plans. But one thing I've always tried to teach my children is that as you make plans, you consult him first. He's the master planner. Not my will, but yours be done. We have to surrender it all to Jesus. That's part of our worship. That's part of finding our rest in Him. We're not spinning our wheels to try to make it all happen. You remember when I talk about Brandon? He had a plan in life. Brandon, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to make as much money as I possibly can. I want to make all the money I can. Enjoy life to the fullest. So I... I see you and dad struggle. I see you guys live paycheck to paycheck and I don't want to be there. And for a long time, I felt really bad about what I was teaching my children. I felt bad that I wasn't further on in life to where whatever they wanted, I could give them. But then it was just recently the Lord spoke to my heart and he said, you showed them that you have a dependence on me. You showed them that in, in themselves, they can't make it happen. You showed them that you know how to worship and consult me. You showed them that their dependence should be on me and not what the world can give them. So is he calling you to be a lawyer? Maybe so, and you'll make good money, and that's great. That's his will for your life. But the focus should be on, God, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? 
How do you want me to serve you? We were created to worship. We were created to serve the one true God. And if we look in ourselves, if we depend on us, we're just like everybody else in their soul care. Sending you to a therapist to give you all the right tools to depend on self. And you're still left feeling empty and alone. And you know what the funny thing is? Is where Brandon's at right now and probably about a few months ago. He told me, he said, Mom, I had it all wrong. When you asked me about what I wanted to do in life, it was to make all this money so I didn't have to be like you and Dad. That I wasn't struggling in my finances. But you know what I found? And spinning my wheels and trying to find out what job I can have and make all the money in the world, I lost who God wanted me to be. It's not about all the money that I can make. It's about who I can serve. This life is about him, mom. It's about who he is. It's about who I follow. It's about who I serve and where I go. And is it, is it him or is it me? And what I found a long time ago is that the desires, my mom always used to tell me that God wants to give you the desires of your heart and he does. But here's the funny thing. The desires of your heart change when he becomes Lord and Savior of your life. The desires before I found him was to have a spouse and a family and a nice house and a job and cars and, and vacations and, and this, that, and, and the other. When I found him, my desires are Lord God, I want my children saved, serving him, sold out, married to the one that God has called them to marry, to, to the job that they have for, 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 for them. What has he called you to do? Has he called you to preach? Has he called you to teach? Has he called you to the refineries? Has he called you to be a doctor? Has he called you to be a teacher? Has he called you to be a janitor? Has he called you to be a wife and a mom? Has he, what has he called you to be? And you find it in his sanctuary, in worshiping him in spirit and in truth. And then, then the other part of sanctuary is remembering all of the things that he has done. In verse 11, it tells us in Psalm 77, 11, that I, that I am going to remember the great things that my God has done. And then it goes on to say, I will remember. What has he done? He reminds us in the sanctuary, in him, of the things that he's done in the past. He delivered the Egyptians out of, or the Israelites out of Egyptian bondage. He healed a woman with an issue of blood. He cast out demons. He healed the sick. He raised the dead.
What has he done for you? He restored a sinner. He gave it her a husband and children. He saved my son from the pits of hell and raised him up to speak of all his wondrous things. He restores marriages. He forgives the sin. He heals the broken. What has he done? And you'll find it in his sanctuary. You'll find it in worshiping him. You'll find it as you surrender to him. You'll find it as you remember, as you remember all the great and mighty things that he has done. If you, if you think that you have gone too far and you've done things too bad, that he still can't use you, that he still can't raise you up, I'm reminded, I'm remembering what he did with Samson. God anointed him for battle. And he succumbed to sin. But as Samson remembered who God was and what he could do at his very last breath, he took down more than he did in his life, in his death. Don't ever count yourself out. Don't ever think whatever you did yesterday, God can't use for today. So, I know we've been kind of serious about talking about the sanctuary of God and what sanctuary is. And as I was praying yesterday, okay, so Brandon asked me, he goes, do you want to use, you have that video? Did you download? Okay. Do you want to use this video? I was like, no, I have no room for it. And he's like, okay, just wanted to make sure. Because let me tell y'all, y'all know me. There's a preface right there. Some of you may not. I see a few faces, new faces. But just know, <laughs> if you need to ask questions later, ask one of your fellow people that brought you. As I started praying last night and was getting alone with God, and he, I felt the empowerment of his Holy Spirit. He said, I want you to use that video use it. So I, I, I'm, as I'm completely 
trying to get everything back in order in my office before I was stepping in here this morning. I said, I don't even know how to introduce this video clip. So you're like really going to have to help me. And I was like, Lord, fear is gripping my heart. The enemy is trying to steal what you want to say this morning. I need you. I need you. And he said, play the video and remind the people about tenacity. Your sanctuary. Your surrender. Your protection, your refuge. Your worship. Your remembrance of all the great things that he has done. Remind them of tenacity. I was reminded of the woman that was healed with the issue of blood. She was tenacious. She, she kept going. She pressed in. She, she, she wasn't going to give up until she got it. Right? And what happened? She was healed. So even in our fun and games, let the Lord... Speak to your heart about going after worship with tenacity. Going after surrender to him with tenacity. Going after his protection with tenacity. Going after and remembering all of his great things on tenacity. I'll let you show the video. Make it count, ladies. <laughs> Tenacious. I would not give up. Y'all, that is so me. <laughs> As you can tell, that is so me in everything that I do. If you've ever been to playing games with me, I go after it. I don't give up. Lori will tell you, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're sitting. As you noticed, there were how many people that I had to climb over to get to it. Don't. Don't let your sanctuary go without a fight. Don't let your worship go without a fight. Don't let the enemy convince you that you have to hold on to anything and not surrender to him. Worship 
with all that is in you. Surrender. Father God, I thank you this morning that your word doesn't come back void and that you are great and you are mighty in the things that you do. And I want to remember everything that you ever done and you will do. Great are you, Lord. I pray right now, Father God, that if there is one here today that needs to renew their sanctuary, that you would renew it in them, Lord. If they need to renew their worship, if they need to renew their surrender, if, Father God, they're in a place where they have to find their refuge, that they find it only in you, and that they would go after it with tenacity. If you are here today, and you are going through something, and you want to come and you want to lay it at his altar, or you just want to come up here to worship him, or you need to be here to say, Lord God, I surrender to you. I invite you here this morning. Lord God, I love you, and I praise you, and I worship you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. We can wait, and if you want to come and, and be prayed for, we'll pray with you. If you want to stand to your feet and just worship him as we go out. Will you lead us? Everybody stand. Oh, to Jesus, I surrender all. To you, Lord, I freely give. Will ever love and trust him in your presence. I will daily live, Lord. I surrender, yes, I surrender. To Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. All to Jesus, I surrender all. Humbly at Your feet, Jesus. I bow worldly pleasures all 
forsaken take me Jesus take me now oh I surrender yes I surrender all to thee my Blessed Savior, I surrender all. Thank you, Lord. All to Jesus, I surrender. Make me Savior, holy thy. Thy Holy Spirit fill me, make I know Thy power divine. I surrender, Jesus. I surrender. To Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Lord, I surrender. Jesus, I surrender. To Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Yes, I surrender all. So my soul longeth after Thee. You alone, Lord, are my heart's desire, and I long to worship Thee.
more than any other, so much more than anything. Oh, can you sing it out? your strength. He's your shield. That we yield our spirit to you, Lord God. sanctuary today in church let's worship him let's surrender to him let's find our refuge he's our strength 
Hug somebody's neck. Tell somebody you love them. And we'll see you back here tonight at 6 o'clock.